You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host Andy Storch and I'm joined today by my co-host Part two of our interview, my wife, Courtney Fielding, is in the house. Welcome back, Courtney. Wow, I just got a promotion to co-host. That's right. That's well, amazing. What, you are welcome it, what, back. What perks does it come with? Anytime. It comes <laughs> with uh, recording these podcasts right, and hanging uh, out, spending more time with me. That's right. Talking about NFTs. Like we don't already talk yeah, enough wow. about NFTs. <laughs> Let's start with that, actually. So I've gotten the question in the past from a couple other guests, friends in the space, <laughs> That, you know, usually it's one person with all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Which one person who gets really into it, often the man, but yeah, not let's always, be right? Yes. Let's, let's not be always, probably, but not- probably 89% of the time it's the man, but not yeah. always. And we're certainly not going to generalize here, That's but one, right. but usually one person gets mm-hmm. really into it. The other spouse is like, what is that? crazy stuff that you're into, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Where is my money going? Yeah. And where's <laughs> my money going for something like this, right? In this case, like we both learned about it at the same time mm-hmm. and you certainly learned about it and got interested, Mm -hmm. but it was certainly me who was driving all of this and who was borderline obsessed at times, Yes, that's true. How do you, I don't even know what, like, was I talking about NFTs too much when we were like... Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, podcast over. (laughs) See, this is good because when there's a mic involved in a podcast, like Mm -hmm. we both have to keep up these upbeat voices, but I can finally say, (laughs) I can be honest (laughs) in a great way. Yes and no. I mean, I think it's 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 hard because I think the biggest thing with NFTs is there's so many decisions to be made yeah. that are coming at you all the time. Yep. And I think that's like, you know, it's baked into the mm-hmm. <laughs> into the recipe here, yep. right? And so it's hard not to talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Updates every day. Updates, things, constant like updates. Your Discord and you're saying Discords. announcements about things. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, it really, if you let it, it can... Consuming. It is. It is quite consuming. Just like just like anything else, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there were definitely times where I was sending you telepathic, like you know, messages to just close your mouth. Stop talking about <laughs> it so much. Let it go. Yeah. We could talk about other things. But then at other times, I feel like I needed to talk about it more when you were yeah. making certain yeah. sometimes decisions that yeah. I found out oh, way after, you know, yeah. like weeks after. You're like, oh, I did this, and I'm like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Yeah, let's go there. I, so we've made some, we've invested a lot into mm-hmm. crypto and NFTs and have made some big financial decisions. And I would say most of the big ones we've made together, I've said, hey, I want to do this. What do you think? Um, but there have been a few I've made on my own. And almost all of those have gone poorly. <laughs> it's on uh, record. Right? They're like not good. So how do we like, and other people ask about this, like, how do I get my spouse on board? How do we make these decisions together? How do you think the, what do you think the best way is to approach that? And especially mm. when I'll be honest, like maybe sometimes I'm doing it on my own because I'm embarrassed or like, <laughs> oh, I want to invest in this thing, but I don't want to bother about this. I don't, I think she's going to turn me down, which is yeah. probably a re- not a good reason, right? All the more honest, reason. All yeah. the more reason to get you involved and say, hey, what do you think about this? But, you know, I think it's important as partners that mm-hmm. we have a discussion about it. For sure. And I think for us, in general, I think what has helped, and especially when we stick to it, is, and kind of what I've been saying from the beginning, like where I get nervous is when I feel like it's just like Swedish chef, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I hear a buddy talk about this, I'm going to buy that. Like, that is where I start to get itchy in my skin, right? Whereas if we like step out to the big picture, I'm on board, I'm invested and involved and have agreed to the idea of what we're doing. So I think what 
we have tried to do and kind of what I, what I tried to say a few times, I think we're doing a much better job of this now is let's step back and really like have a strategy of what we're trying to accomplish, what we want from this, when we want it. And then I don't feel so nervous, like if I'm not involved in every single trade or decision, because I know that like we're on the same page and I've given you the red light, green light, <laughs> Freudian slip, mm-hmm. to um, to go ahead and make those decisions with our joint goals in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think part of what can be really motivating and what got us excited was talking about, you know, what the end goal is, like, what do you want from this? Because it can be all consuming. And okay, let's be honest, 90% of the time, it is the husband. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, you know, it's this overload where you see your husband or, you know, your partner, your wife, just like spending all this time talking, they're talking, they're talking. Now they're in the discord. Now they're on this clubhouse. They're this, they're that. Every time you go on to the, you know, there's open, sea is open. And it's a lot. And so I can see how for a lot of partners, especially if they're not involved, it can seem like, what is this thing overtaking them? And all I'm seeing is money leaving, (laughs) going out (laughs) with this promise of money coming in at some point. That can be very scary. And I know if the roles were reversed, you would Mm -hmm. have felt the same if you were not involved. So I think really getting like a buy-in from as early as possible and really discussing like, what is our investment strategy going to be? What are we doing this for? How much time are we willing to spend on this? Who's going to do what? Let's be honest. What opportunity cost are we willing to sacrifice here? I honestly think it comes down to communication. But of course, there are going to be probably situations where the spouse is just like, you know, no bueno, no go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's when you're, I guess, buying NFTs in the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing it on your own. Do it on the street. Secretly. Or maybe they're just not interested. Like, just don't Which do is fine. Yeah. yeah, just don't do anything stupid, I think, is honestly a good rule. Of course, it's hard because you don't know. No one does something stupid because they know it's stupid at the yeah. time. Speaking, speaking of doing stupid things, mm. what mistakes did I make as the driver oh, of this? And what mistakes did you make as the... <laughs> supporter of Wolf. Jeez. Okay. Well, the first part will be easier for me than the second part. Mm. Yeah. That's a good question. I think maybe mistakes that you might have made is, you know, at first I kind of felt like it was something we were doing together, Mm -hmm. which I liked because, you know, we're a married couple with kids. It's always good to feel like we're doing stuff together. And so I was excited about that. We kind of got into crypto together. We started getting into NFTs together when we bought our V friends. Like we were Mm -hmm. every single night we were up almost mm-hmm. half the night talking about what if this, what if that. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And I like that. I think, I don't want to call it a mistake, but it is what happened. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a tendency, I think, mm-hmm. that happens is then you kind of took the ball, ran with it and was running down the field. Mm-hmm. And I'm still standing there waiting for you to, you know, mm-hmm. throw it again. Although that's not what happens in football. Doesn't The ball doesn't come back yeah. when it goes down. But you get right. the uh, yeah. the tortured analogy. Yeah. And I, and then all of a sudden, all this time is being spent on it. And mm-hmm. I will admit, and I'm sure I'm not alone with this, that's when I start to feel a little bit like, well, what, resentful. Yeah. Or like, this is taking up all his time. Now it's not an us thing, it's a you right. thing. Yeah. And uh, so I think one of the biggest things that any spouse can do is really bring the other person along for the ride. And also just realize like how much headspace, because especially when something is new, it's addictive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. Yep. It's exciting. It's addictive. There's all these dopamine hits, like anything can happen day to day. It's exciting. But, you know, it's not so exciting for the other person, especially when they're just being checked in on when like you're in an anxiety situation and you're mm-hmm. hemming and hawing. Yep. A lot of hemming and hawing. I do the same. Yeah. A lot of uncertainty. Yeah. That's where you could really use some help in <laughs> being able to talk with your partner and explain 
here's what I'm looking at. Here's what's mm-hmm. going on. I think this, here's who else is involved here. I think this could be a good decision and see if they're interested in maybe doing some research because it's hard to make that decision on your own. I will say for those listening that maybe you don't have a partner or you, your partner is not that interested. I've, I've talked about this in the past. Also really helpful to have a couple of friends who are really into the space and can be a little bit objective or give feedback. I think we're lucky to have some good friends who are really into the space, who are discerning and looking at what's going on. Uh, sometimes they get, you know, are, mm-hmm. are jumping on the bandwagon, excited about everybody things does. Too. Everybody does. Right. Everybody does. But we have friends we can run things by and say, hey, I'm looking at investing in this. What do you think? Sometimes I, I forget. I take that for granted. Like I've heard from people that are like, I just don't know anybody else in the NFT space. I'm like on my own. And then I mm. talk to people on Discord and that's it. So like try to like make some real friendships with people if you don't have that partner who's interested, who can kind of follow what's going on and maybe you can run ideas by because it is it is scary and hard to do make these decisions on your own. For sure, for sure. And let's see. So your second question was what, what you, I, you made or you okay. could have done better on this. So um, in any relationship where one person goes one direction, it's the you always want to balance out, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I often end up playing like the devil's advocate role <laughs> in a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe what I could have done better is balancing my, what I think, which was very valuable to play that devil's advocate role and like, you know, whoa, whoa, let's back up just a little bit here. Also not like, you know, raining on the parade. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that can be a challenge for me. And I'm sure I've rained on your parade more than once. Um, (laughs) When sometimes maybe it just needed to be a sprinkle and it was Mm -hmm. down for. And it's harder when there's money involved, right? And there's so, and decisions and emotions involved. So once again, I'm guessing like we could be talking about anything right now. And those same patterns would probably apply to a lot of couples where the more excited one person gets and it feels like they're all in, the other person, you know, I always feel like, wait a second, what are you missing? What am I missing? Like, what is my role here? Yeah. So, and again, I think we've also gotten better at that. Of course, you know, admittedly, there still are times where I'll probably go on a little tear or two where, you know, I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Where's yeah, what, going? Where's all this going, especially with the markets and, yeah. and, and all that? And that's just what happens in any relationship with financial yeah. stuff. Yeah, it can be stressful, right? You're investing yeah. a lot of money. And, and that's why like experts like like Gary Vee mm-hmm. will say, don't play with money you can't of afford course, to lose, yeah. which we kind of did. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I know that- We know what the experts say. We just don't always listen to the experts. As, always, as long as we have each other, we'll that's be okay. Right. Yep. Even if we lose it all. But we're betting on, the big bets are on things that we, we really believe in. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you, you mentioned in the last- conversation we had the importance or in this conversation the importance of focusing on that time horizon and getting alignment mm-hmm. on like what are your goals and what is that horizon what are you trying to achieve because I was just like off and running and like I'm gonna buy all this stuff and I'm mm-hmm. holding it forever and you're like okay well then what's the point what's the point we've exactly. had many arguments and debates about yep. like what's the point what is the point if you're gonna hold something forever does it even have value mm-hmm. uh, like the gift goat which yes. has gone up a lot in value but you know, my intention is to hold it forever. And so you're like, well, what does it even matter? Yes. So we've had these conversations several times. And that's also something that goes into having an investment discussion. And especially around the V friends, like we hold a lot of things, but Mm -hmm. you know, every once in a while, Andy's like, I want to buy another V friend. And to be quite honest, I'm usually telling him like, I don't think so. And it's not because I don't believe in them. I do, but you know, I tell him and he admits like he's got such an emotional attachment to them that like he can't get rid of them. And there's such a like, you know, this is a long term project and it's just 
the idea of him selling one, like it hurts him. (laughs) And so when we think about what our goals are, like we have long-term goals, but we also have medium and short-term goals. And so we had to readjust where we were putting money into in the NFT space in order to kind of calibrate and also make an agreement that any other V friends that we bought, we'd be buying with the intention that these, you know, don't get put on the shelf forever. They are going to be sold when we need them. And so it, it changes the landscape a little bit, but know, it, it kind of has to be done. Absolutely. I mean, you just got to discuss these things and at all angles and, and be honest about what your long-term intention is. I'd like to hold VFriends for a long time, but we also have six of them. So, you know, we, we could sell a couple and still have, you know, three or four or whatever it is. And I think we're, we're always kind of reevaluating that. So for these of you out there in partnerships that are interested in getting into NFTs, you're getting into NFTs, you want to get your partner involved. I think more communication over less, of course, mm-hmm. and then thinking about, hey, what are our goals? And this is why I think this is cool. I think we should be doing this because I think it will fit in with our longer term goals and help us achieve X, whatever it is. And these are things that I want to hold on to forever because I have an emotional attachment. And these are things that I'm willing to sell. And hopefully we're going to make a profit from it. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing that's important here that's kind of just coming to my mind is being okay and willing to like take the blame word out of your vocabulary because there are going to be times where someone is going to make a decision and it is not going to work out, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be some times where someone makes a decision you were against and it's going to work out real well. You, do, you just never know. And I think it's just so important for a couple to be like, once you've agreed to do this and you've kind of agreed to guidelines, like what happens happens, right? And that's like, just like the gist of it is if something goes wrong. Hey, that's life. You're on a journey. Something goes great. Celebrate together. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the biggest things. That's the gist. That's the T. That's the T. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the alpha. As they say, that's the alpha, as that's they the say alpha. in the NFT world. Hope that was helpful for those of you out there who are in partnerships. If you have questions, ideas, thoughts, feedback, feel free to send that our way. Tweet me on Twitter, Andy Storch, A-N-D-Y-S-T-O-R-C-H. That is where the whole NFT world lives. Uh, you can send questions on there. Uh, and of course, you can also find more information on this show by going to andystorch.com slash NFT. Hey, Courtney, thanks so yes. much. Thanks so much for being here. You're welcome. Again, I was in the neighborhood, so glad to, I'll stop by anytime. I love it. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. And if you want to hear Courtney more on the show, then tweet me, send me a message as well. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.